Hold the gravy podcast. Hold the gravy podcast. Hold the gravy podcast. Hold the gravy podcast. Welcome back, Hold the Gravy fans. Fans of Louisiana culture. Thank you for clicking here again. Thank you for giving me a shot here for a 16th time. This is episode 16 of Hold the Gravy. My name is Hunter Romero. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are we feeling today, Hold the Gravy listeners? I'm feeling pretty good if if any of you were asking me the same question, but um, thank you again for tuning in and thank you for clicking on another episode of Hold the Gravy. Today is a very special episode. It's one that I have probably chased for my whole life without even knowing it. But but before even I started this podcast, this was a family and a company that I knew and I was very close to growing up. I was very close to their products. I lived close to them. I lived close to their business. So it's it's a super nostalgic episode for me. And um, we're getting up there, y'all. We are making some progress here. I'm, uh, I'm so grateful you stuck with me this long. And thank you again for giving me some time to really make these episodes count and uh, really go out and search for some interviews that are going to, I think, bring you a little bit more knowledge to Louisiana culture, and that's kind of my goal here. It's it's not a, not just you hearing me talk about what I think or whatever current events I'm thinking about or, you know, what have you, but I, I'm really focusing on the guests that I'm bringing on these episodes, and I'm really trying hard to let them let the names speak for themselves in this in this culture and let the people that have come to talk to me on hold the gravy really show you how important uh their lineage is and their time that they've spent with their craft and their families and how hard they've worked to sort of get here and uh this episode sort of speaks directly to that and directly to Louisiana culture, in my opinion, and um, I'm excited. I'm very, very, very excited to bring you today's interview. It is with, in my humble opinion, it is with Cajun royalty, and that is what this podcast sort of started in my brain. That's what I wanted to do, was bring you guests that were so important to the creations of Louisiana culture that we know today, that they are now doing the exact same thing that they were doing 40 years ago, 40 plus years ago. And now their product and their business speaks for itself. There's many, there's many things in Louisiana that may seem niche to the rest of the world. And I agree with that. And it is such a niche culture and a, a not everybody understands every 
part of it. And that's kind of why I'm here to almost let you know how important these parts are. And um, I do think that way about this specific episode and this specific family's product that they made, which is boudin. And boudin is a delicacy. It is sort of only made in Louisiana. People from all over the world heard of it maybe and understand that it's sort of a type of sausage, but may not totally understand like where it came from, what it was made from, why it was made, all of that good stuff. And the Best Stop supermarket has sort of led the charge in the popularity of this specific product. Many other markets have now taken their model and it's okay, you know, it's it's certainly, it's a craze in and around Acadiana and we want people to come here and taste the real thing. But in my, my opinion, the Best Stop was the first to do it and sort of the best to do it. And they're constantly showing you how important consistency is in their family motto, their business, their products that they're making. And I think it's it's showing everybody how important, you know, their their real American dream is and how successful their American dream is today. So we have the founder, Mr. Robert Cormier and his son, Damon Cormier, on today's episode. And I was super, super grateful to sit down with them. It was a few weeks ago. They were about to go to Mass. I just caught them in time, and I was I was passing through Lafayette, and it worked out. I think all, all roads led to Boudin that day. I had Boudin for breakfast that day, I remember, on some biscuits, and, and that's... That's a whole nother nostalgic feeling for me and, and definitely a nostalgic meal. But if you've never been to the Best Stop supermarket, this is your sign. This is your chance. Even if you don't come to Louisiana, even if, if you don't visit or pass through Scott, you can order Best Stop now because of their distribution. Their distribution, I don't want to tell you everything, but I'm te- I just I love this this business so much and I love this family so much. I need you to know how important episode 16 is. We are in the middle of summertime, which means we are not having any markets out at the Delcom Seafood and Farmer's Market Pavilion. It is a little too hot for us to do what we do out there, invite the vendors, all of that good stuff, but we will be picking back up And don't you worry, very soon we will be picking back up in the early fall. You will be able to still order your fresh Gulf seafood from LouisianaDirectSeafood.com and it will come to your doorstep wherever you are in this world. And I promise you, you don't want to be getting your shrimp or your crab or or your tuna or anywhere else. I promise this is the best option for you to cook at home for you to have a very solid stocked freezer for whenever you need to whip up a dish for your family, for your loved one, for your mother-in-law. She's coming over. It's her birthday. You know, cook her something up and use fresh Gulf seafood. 
Don't be crazy. Use LouisianaDirectSeafood.com to get what you need right now. Life is good, y'all. Life is okay. If you, if you listened to my previous episodes, I, I really appreciate you going through some growth with me and um, giving me some time to to tell you how I'm feeling and, and to let you know that I'm here, let you know that I'm vulnerable, let you know that I'm going through it, and I'm sure you are too. And I'm here with Hold the Gravy to really just let you know that culture is alive, community is alive, your family is important, your mental health is important, and of course your physical health is extremely important. Get outside today. Go sweat a little bit. I'm going to go do that right after I get off of here. I'm going to go make sure I get in a few like burpees or push-ups or something and it don't have to be much. You don't even have to go to like your gym or spend any money. Like just go outside and do a couple bench dips or sit-ups or crunches and just get a sweat in. It doesn't take much. Walk around the block, get your dog but not too long. Dogs can't really be out right now in this heat. Their paws can't take it on that cement. You can almost scramble an egg out there on the sidewalk. It's that hot. But just just keep moving, y'all. That's all I got to say. I'm extremely excited for you to hear this interview. This is episode 16. Mr. Robert and Damon Cormier of the Best Stop Supermarket. We'll see you on the other side. When we started... My cousin and I started the best stop, and uh, we had a lady that we hired. Well, her and Penny, our oldest daughter, worked together, and they were saying the rosary while they were making Buddha. So you know it can't go wrong. They were saying the rosary while they were making Buddha. Uh-huh. So yeah, I mean, even if even if you do give away the. The secrets or the recipe, yeah. it's still a process, I'm sure, and it's still yes, yes. it's still probably real difficult to... Yeah, they're going to change something. They're not going to do the recipe all the way. They're going to change something. They, can, they, they think they can change it and make it better, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but it's not always the case. No. No, no, no. no. It's, it's Hard- consistency, right? Yes, yes, yes. And, and be, sure, be sure you write everything down, what you do, and you do it the same way every day, every day, every day, you know? If somebody else comes in and takes your place, make sure they do the same thing every day. Does it get so, better with time? I mean, is it is it repetition? Well, a lot of a time it is the season because mm. we we put the same amount of meat and liver and, and rice. rice and the, the stock. We put the same amount all the time, so that comes out good. But a lot of times the season is peppier in some days than other days so that throws you off customer might, might come in and say oh that last batch was peppered you know <laughs> or they say oh it was too mild and it's beyond our control it's all in yeah. the seasoning and i and i did read that when you first started you were making about a hundred pounds of boonay a week and then yeah. now you're up to fifteen thousand pounds. pounds you're correct wow yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and that's just for our store in Scott. And then we ship it all over the country, but ten to fifteen thousand pounds a week for the store in Scott. Then with our processing plant, it's even more than that because we're selling to other stores for them to resale now. And that's just what got built behind the original store. Yes. 
Yes, that's a, a USDA processing facility. Uh, in order for you to sell it to another business for them to resell it, it has to be USDA inspected, and that's what that plant was built for. And that's solely for distribution. That's to ship it to different grocery stores around mm-hmm. the country. Yes. And is yeah. it? Did y'all just get into Rouse's? Did I see that right? Um, in that's New correct. Orleans, I, I know New, in New Orleans has a few Rouse's, so I was I was seeing. Yes, we're, we're in most of them. Uh, I think so. Yeah, uh, so Rouse's has uh, 65, to, I don't remember the exact number, 65 to 70 stores. And uh, we're in all the Rouse's. Um, we in Albertsons, in um, Baton Rouge, and Lake Charles, and Piggly, a bunch of smaller supermarkets as well. Right, right. Yeah. And how many, I guess, I mean, you might not know this, but how many states do you think are selling Best Stop products around the country? Um. I would think, I wouldn't say all 50 states, but it's close. You know, our, our, the states with the most businesses that are selling our product, you know, is, is regional. It's Texas, you know, Louisiana, Mississippi. But if you go to our website, there's actually a map that shows you every spot that sells Best Stop Boudin. And it's close to, you know, 40 states, right. you know, right. that have Best Stop product. That's impressive. Because <laughs> all the little towns around in Louisiana... You always find a superstore or a, a, a big grocery store, an individual that owns that, and they all want Best Stop Boudin. Oh, yeah. Our salesman was, uh, is my, my, my grandson, uh, Nicky's son, Blade. Right. And he's good with that. And he's selling that Boudin to every store he goes into. <laughs> so he's, he's batting 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, and, and he returns and and he, he treats our customer right. And the next time he he gets a larger place, a, a, a sh- on the shelf, on the shelf, and and yeah, yeah he he the people like him. That's good. He's good. That's good. He's always had something. So ever since he was a little kid, just <laughs> running around with with my my younger brother and stuff. So yeah, good oh, personality. Shout out Blade. I, I know you're gonna listen to this one, but. <laughs> I, I do want to back up a little bit, and I, I we were we were kind of discussing when I walked through the door that you knew my great grandfather and my grandfather. Yes, yes. from the Superette, Robert Superette. Wow, yes. um, and that was pre Best Stop. Pre that was in the seventies. You would say the seventies. Yes, seventy. Yeah, and, and I think yeah. my I think my uncle actually worked at your store neil gary is his name oh yeah that's your uncle yeah <laughs> yes oh yeah he was almost all the brothers except uh, perry perry didn't work because he was older and he was already working on the machinery and trucks and drive right and uh but yeah uh, one of them we call snowball he was a policeman and he that was uh a gary and then one one other one not sure david David, yep. David worked. Uh, they were all good and good worker. Well, they still they still working hard. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a small world, and yeah. and I know you you, you said my my great grandfather who I didn't get to meet, uh, yeah, George, Mr. George. He would yeah. come over and maybe y'all would sip on a couple cold ones yeah. outside oh, of, yeah. on the porch. And he loved to talk. He loved to talk. <laughs> he talk about his business and his kids and grandkids. I think maybe he. Your your grandpa was adopted. Okay. Was adopted. Mr. George adopted uh, 
Hey, I'm learning something new every day. Alderman is one. Family secret. Yep. I might be mistaken, but I can remember that. They, they were yeah. well, well, I'll have to fact check that with the Benoit side. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, that was the Benoits, and then they married my dad's side, the Romeros. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yes. And then uh, my the Neil Gary is married to my mom's sister. So. Oh, okay. Neil. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I know him. Yeah. So yeah. it's a small world, they man. Live right down the, he does. the road. He does. Yeah, That's how yeah. I knew how to get out here. So yeah, yes. <laughs> and then even even before you were, Mr. Robert, you were in the the food business or the specialty meats business. You went out to New Orleans to become a barber. Is that true? Yes, before. Yes. And was. did right that work out? Right out of high out? school. Right out of high school, uh, went to be a barber. I brought my cousin with me. Because he had graduated, too, from another school, and he didn't know what he wanted to be. He, he wanted to be, uh, I don't know. He just, I said, well, come on with me. We'll have fun. Yeah. And so you did. was out in New Orleans learning yes, to do that. Nine months. And we done well, yes. And we come come out, and uh, I got a job in New uh, uh Lake Arthur. Lake Arthur. Lake Arthur. Yes. And then at the same time, we, we got married at 18 years old with my wife, Bernella Duga. And we, um, we, 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 went, <laughs> we, we went to Lake Alta. The guy, the bob over there came to New Orleans and he was looking for someone because he was, had a business and he couldn't do it all himself. And so we went because I wanted to move away from her mama and my daddy. <laughs> because they had tried to control our, our new marriage, you know. Oh, I got so, you. So, yeah, so we went away, and it worked well. It, after two years, we came back, had a shop. Her daddy got me a shop in uh, Sunset and was there for five years mm-hmm. and uh, until I bought uh, Robert Superette. And then you kind of did a transition into a new... Yeah. Tell them, tell them why you decided to stop being a barber and going into the grocery business. Um, I remember you telling me that, you know, being a barber, you know, you had to be there to make a, a dime, you know, yeah. a dollar, whatever. Your, ha- yeah. your hands had to be there <laughs> to make the $2. Right. I had cut when I started. And, uh, but if you go buy a business, then you can have other people to work for you and you can do other things. So I, my cousin, and my wife ran the grocery store, and I would go open early sometimes, and they would come. And I started building homes and done real well. Mm-hmm. It put, put us on our feet. So you had a so, partner that you were able to go in with and yeah. open, and he would come and close. And not at Robert Super, oh, not okay. at Robert Superette. Okay. But he was the same one that opened with me at the best stop in Scott. So, um, and what what was his name? Lawrence Menard. Okay. But we call him Brud. 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 Yeah, yeah. brother. So, uh, and uh, we were doing well. We're doing good from day one. And uh, he he found he passed away. So uh, I bought out the family, and now it's just for the Cormier family. So. Which is who I'm also sitting here with is uh, Damon Cormier. Yes. And works in the store and 
it's it's definitely now a generational thing out at the best stop and yes it is we uh we're very blessed i have uh three older sisters and uh, we're all in the business now uh penny's a retired school teacher and she helps she's the cfo um of the business so we have the supermarket the the um the processing plant and then we are starting a franchising business and we have three three franchises sold already none of them are open yet but we're working on that and then under penny is dana she's she ran the best stop for 20 over 20 years um and now she's the plant manager and then uh nikki the one right above me uh she was a, a hairdresser and um she retired uh, at, as a hairdresser and went run our Doosan location but now she's in scott uh, running our kitchen in scott uh, managing the kitchen uh, I was a funeral director for 10 years. Right out of high school, I went to uh, Commonwealth Institute for 15 months. Um, and then I worked at Melanson Funeral for 10 years as a funeral director and embalmer. And then in 2009, I uh, went back and joined the, uh, the family business and just helped it, help it expand. Um, since I've been back, we expanded the, uh, the shipping, the shipping side of it. Uh, the specialty meat side, and then us, me and my three sisters together, are growing it with the wholesale and in the franchising business. So wow, it's been good. That's amazing to work alongside your family. Is there some ups and downs in that? Oh yeah, or? oh yeah. There's some ups and downs, some bumps and bruises. <laughs> <laughs> we try not to take ourselves too serious. Uh, yeah, we, we get along. You know, we get all the great. The good thing is we all have our job to do. You know, if we were all stuck in one office or right. one all trying to fight over you know doing one job it wouldn't be good but we all have our job to do and we just get it done and we meet every now and then for uh have a family meeting and decide kind of our next step or we have issues trying to work through issues so it's it's good i wouldn't want to do it by myself you know right people it might, seems like a lot of yeah different categories to to spread yourself thin i mean yeah yeah you, you know you 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 see the the you know we do very well and you know some people may think oh if i have it by myself i can have all that money but I wouldn't want it because it uh, to make decisions, the big decisions by yourself, it's just not what I would want to do. So, yeah, but it's been good for us. And you said, Mr. Robert, you, that you had a background in construction. So was that yeah. what kind of wanted – you moved from the Suprette and then you wanted to open up a new store? Yes. Um, I built quite a few uh, houses, new homes, and sold them and – I financed two or three of them myself, and it was going well. But then it was in the 1980, 82, and I, this was my last house. And I didn't know too much what to do after that, try to get another one. But well, anyway, in 86, my cousin and I met there at the best stop, and we decided we went uh talked to the the guy that mr murphy that owned the the best stop mm -hmm. uh, before it was a bar it was a lounge for 50 years okay okay and i didn't after, i didn't know that yeah after the they had rooster fights there and and a saloon mm -hmm. and pool tables and we used to go dance when we were 16 17 years old over there so this Saturday. place, this place has got history <laughs> in the oh, yeah. location. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think people were married there, or definitely wedding receptions there. Yeah. You know, also. In, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah. And I ten was built at this point because that was yes. built in the seventies. 
So yeah, it yeah. was just kind of a prime location for. Yes, it was. That's what that old man told me. He said, "I have the place." He said, "If y'all have the recipe, y'all, we're gonna do well here. Y'all gonna do well because we have a lot of people that comes off of I-10, and that was our prime business was I-10. We could yeah. we could feel." When they close I-10 for an accident or something, we can, we know we don't oh, know wow. where the accident's at, but we know it's on I-10 because yeah, people would come. Slow down a little bit. Down, yes. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is that still the case today? Oh yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah, oh, we yeah. can tell. If uh, a couple of years ago with the hard freeze, they had shut down I-10. Um, different things, accidents like that. Said you, you can tell right away that. I told them one day. I says if they ever change the route of i-10 we have to go with it <laughs> <laughs> is that important oh yeah i-10 is important and this yeah. i mean now y'all are obviously expanding the property you got your your shipping factory in the back or your distribution kind mm-hmm. of kind of in the back and then aren't you building a dining room or some kind of kitchen yeah. damon can, can tell you yeah we're building a uh, 600 a little over 600 square foot sitting area in the front of the store um for so well since we opened in 86 people would buy whatever they want to eat boudin or whatever now we have burgers and po' boys and but they have to eat it in their car you know or we had some uh tables out front but when it's hot like it 100 degrees like it is now you don't yeah. want to eat a po' boy out there so we decided that we were going to um build a sitting area air conditioned sitting area climate controlled and um it hopefully in the next month it should be ready to go People are really excited. Local people who work nearby, every day they tell me, oh, I can't wait till this is built. <laughs> they can yeah. get away from work. And a good lunch it. break spot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They already go and, and support and eat the food, and they just now can sit in yes. the air conditioner a little bit. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, they do. So, yeah. so what, I guess, you know, from construction, or from, from a hair barber, from construction, <laughs> what made you choose specialty meats and and and, you know it is a grocery store but it's not it's not just a grocery store right it's it's a cajun specialty meat yes and my cousin that was in business with me he was a butcher from out of high school so he always worked in meat markets and stuff and uh, we used long years ago we used to do butcher with my grandpa, my daddy, my uncles, and, and we do all kind of uh, stuff. We kill the, the hog and, mm-hmm. and, and, the, and the beef. We kill the beef, and everybody would come and get a share. This next month would be uh, somebody else to furnish a cow or a calf or a, a hog or two. And, and then everybody would get a little paquet, they call it a pack. Mm-hmm. to go and go home with the meat and they had had all week to cook that right the next saturday we had another bushery right right and, and, and nothing went to waste no 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 everything <laughs> <laughs> from the tongue to the That's, only thing we couldn't find find what to do with was the squeal <laughs> when, when, the, when you kill a hog you always squeal yeah well, oh, yeah. we couldn't process that I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. maybe we could have made a song out of it I guess, I guess if you if you couldn't make a steak or a roast out of it it was made into boudin or hawkhead cheese or oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah you wouldn't lose anything yeah, you all lose anything yeah. so do you think that y'all were sort of 
I don't know. I'm trying to get a timeline when in Louisiana when boucheries they were happening, but y'all were sort of the first people to now go and package it and sort of sell it. Is that yes. is that the case? Yes, yes. Yeah. And at the best stop, we were there 19 years before any other boudin place uh, came into Scott. Right. So we had the market. Right. And we save our money, mm. and and so when the other business would come it really wouldn't affect us too much because we had our customers yeah 19 years of loyal customers yeah and they're still coming back and they're still growing and 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 now it's almost became a thing where people stop on on the exit and it's it's sort of the boudin capital yeah and that really that actually the the the, the other business that came into town actually increased our business because uh, you know, they're right on I-10, so people would stop in there because they'd see them. And then they, as, even in that store, another customer might say, hey, you know, this is good, but try the best stop, you know, get the best <laughs> stop to try. So, and, and we hear so many stories like that. And every time a new one comes, somebody asks, oh, have, has affected your business? It's like, no, we're busier than ever. <laughs> so it's kind of like car dealerships. You know, they all go to one location. So if right. you're looking for a car, you're going to go there. So if, when people come to Louisiana, they're looking for Cajun specialty meats and boudin, they're going to come to Scott. And they might like something with us better than a, another place or whatever, and then they'll get a little bit from each. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you don't just stop and just go once. You're going to keep coming back. And they and, keep coming back. Yep. And then yeah. I'm sure y'all are inventing, you know, new new, new dishes, items. new items, yeah. and that's that's what makes it sort of special. Yes, and, yes, yes. So yes. It's, it's more than boudin. And I think all these yeah. different stores in Scott specifically mm-hmm. sort of took that model from from maybe what y'all did yes. starting in 1986. Yeah. You know, yes, you can go and get toilet paper and paper towels if you need it, in but, store. <laughs> but you're also there to kind of pick up something quick, yes. something hot, something yes. to eat for lunch. You know, yeah, yeah and then you can pick up lunch but you can also take something with you to cook that night that's what helps us out a lot of debone stuffed chicken right you know you can you pass in through i'm gonna eat a link of boudin but let's get this stuff right stuff pork chops to cook tonight or whatever so that's been really the last few times i've been in everybody in there has had uh two handfuls of of (laughs) stuff i mean (laughs) a, a a basket full and uh-huh. i usually go in i'm like all right a couple links but yeah. these people are buying for a hurricane party or something i mean <laughs> it's it's serious well, well they, they they can't get it wherever they live so they load up their freezer you right know, and they can have it until the next time they they come by but now with the distribution they sort of can almost get it but maybe not every item You're yeah not- we we don't make every item in our plant uh for wholesale um so but we do ship directly to consumers. So you, anywhere in the country, you can get our products, whether it be from the wholesale or the store. Uh, let's say like a stuffed chicken. We don't make it at the plant. So we can't sell that to a store, but we can sell it directly to a consumer. Um, and hmm. we ship all over the country. Uh, That's that. interesting. Yeah. yeah. That is very interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I... I, I we we're moving through my talking points so fast. Oh, it's just it, it's a it's such a interesting thing that I've always been around my whole life, and I, I'm very familiar with yes with mm-hmm. this this family story and the and the sort of yeah. growth of this this product. And I mean, people that I meet 
in New Orleans and New York and wherever they they know about Scott. They know about yeah. what Boudin is, and if they don't, I'm telling them you got to go to Best Stop. So, yeah, <laughs> all right. Yes. So I mean, it, we uh, we also have a lot of customers from all over that comes, and if I'm there, Damon's there. They want to take a picture with us. Oh well, yeah, all the time, <laughs> all the time. And they show that fame. to their neighbors when they go back to oh, Texas yeah. or whatever. So, so, so you're yeah. not gonna make much money off of that picture. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's gonna be the face of of generations of Boudin. I mean, no, yeah. and I, I mean, uh, the the best stop alone, I think, is is like I said, it, it is transformed not only that exit in Scott, but it is sort of made a model for mm -hmm. what other grocery stores kind of come in and doing. Mm -hmm. And just, I've lived on other other cities in, in Louisiana and it's not as easy to find specialty meat stores no. or a hot link of boudin in New Orleans is actually kind of hard to come by. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So whenever I see, uh, you know, y'all are in Rouse's, it's, it's exciting. And I think yes. a lot of people want to cook with either y'all's sausage mm -hmm. over, yeah whatever they got in the store you know so we hoping to change that uh we're working on changing that with our franchising um we like i said we have uh one sold in karen crow toledo ben uh broussard and then we're close to a deal in covington actually right now so nice. we're hoping to change that and so what we're going to do the model we have is that whatever we produce at the processing plant um we're going to sell to the franchisees so we'll be able to have control over those products boudin sauce sausage and all dewy anything we don't make at the plant we're going to teach them how they're going to buy our seasoning and we're going to teach them how to do the stuffed pork chops or the debone stuffed chickens and and things so hopefully we'll have more specialty meat items in different areas in uh, louisiana now does that make you concerned about the quality when you expand and, and try to franchise well, it, it does, but being we have it, we have ad, advantage with our processing plant um, because we can make the, the items that are the hardest to make, like boudin, smoked boudin, sausage, and all dewy. We can we're gonna still make it at our plant, so we can we'll be able to control the quality of that. Right. And then we're gonna the other things we're gonna show them how to do it, and we're gonna check up on them uh, once a month at least. Quality control. Quality control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's needed. I mean, yeah. it's, it's such a, a high reputation, you know, and yeah, they will change something. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and it'll affect, affect the taste. Right. It's not going to taste like best stop sausage. Yeah. So, but they, the people's going to let them know quick. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many, I guess, years do you think it took you to perfect a product that you were happy with in in boudin or sausage specific yes uh actually it didn't take too long a uh, few months wow three to four months because miss jerry that made boudin with penny our oldest daughter and they were praying the rosary while making right the boudin <laughs> well she had made boudin before and it was good so we had a, a somebody to show us how to start right so and then lawrence and i changed some other stuff and what we done what i would say is whatever we do let's write it down make sure we write it down so we do the same thing every time you know so it it from day one it was pretty good mm -hmm. buddha i yeah. bet it i bet i mean and, and learning from boucherie style obviously yeah. uh the kitchens have changed and mm -hmm. uh, the spices maybe maybe not so much in the spices but uh, it, all these different 
companies that are, you know, Tony Sacheries and mm. all these different hot sauces now that yeah. there's so many different Louisiana products that are sold mm. all over the world. Yeah. Yes. I mean, every table on every restaurant has Tabasco yes. in it in, yeah. in, the, in the world. I mean, I've, I've yet That's to true, see yeah. yes. a different one or Louisiana hot sauce or, yeah. you know, so well, I, I can sort of imagine, yeah. I guess, back in the day, it was a little bit... We're, a little bit more difficult, but you didn't have as many distractions to to kind of make a perfect perfect link of booty. Yeah, you know? I think eventually we'll have quite a few, not maybe as much as the hot sauce from Tony Sasha, but every restaurant is going to have some boudin from the best stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> done started already. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to see the revolution. So I do have to ask, since since we uh, I'm partnered with delcom seafood and farmers market yes what's your seafood products in in store wait we really don't have much mm-hmm. uh, we have in the past we have sold some um louisiana shrimp um crawfish we do also. we do crawfish yeah louisiana crawfish mm-hmm. everything's louisiana products if we do sell it but our our main thing is is pork pork and beef right um we not that we are against or wouldn't ever sell seafood it's just that's our niche yeah. it's pork and beef so that's the uh, jam that's yeah, what that's, that's what gets it, it going <laughs> when we it. first started we didn't want to put mix the seafood with the beef and the pork and because you can't be there all the time and, and right. an employee is going to change something or he's going to put some meat on top of uh, some shrimp in a bucket or something yeah right. and you don't want that so we, so we consistency is really important in, yes, in this yes, whole process. Yes. We, we uh-huh. didn't want to mix mix it up. Well, yeah. good. I mean, I know that there's some seafood boudins and, and that, but yeah. I, I don't really yeah. know how that works. I don't know if that's mixed or... I yeah. don't... I, I don't know. I mean, it, we we never really did a seafood... We do sell a crawfish and a shrimp boudin. Actually, we don't make it. Um, and we, we've talked about it, but we, we have... You know, such a not a hard time, but a time keeping up with uh, with pork boudin that it's it's, right. it's never really something we wanted to do. We may in the in the future, hmm. but uh, it's uh, well. Louisiana seafood is is obviously what I'm trying to push on on hold the gravy and and more about culture and more about Louisiana products that can be shipped all over the world. Really, and, yeah. Uh, it's it's amazing to me even if you eat at some louisiana restaurants it's not louisiana seafood that you're eating and mm. right you know some people would get imported shrimp oh yeah maybe because it's cheaper or maybe because it's yeah. they're trying to i don't know what but it's it's amazing to me to see how how far louisiana products can go and yes. uh yes crabs and i know that a lot of the crabs that are caught in louisiana go straight to the northeast you know you can you can barely get your hands on crabs because mm-hmm. it just right. it, it's already bought when it's yeah. caught you know okay so okay, yeah i'm learning a lot interviewing yeah. <laughs> different different chefs different fishermen and and that and uh yeah it's it's interesting to me always to 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 listen to different people tell their louisiana yeah, yeah. story because y'all have a very very important story yeah. in this region and uh I can't thank you all enough, really, for, oh, yeah. for sitting down with me and, and telling me a little bit about it. <laughs> thank yeah, you. Good, good. We well, enjoyed it. Hope, yes. Hopefully I can get some uh, links before I head back. 
oh, out yeah. of town, man. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta stop. I, y'all, y'all closed a little early. I was passing through. I think it was like right after y'all closed Sunday, the other day. Sunday, Sunday uh, it was. Uh, I think it was like Thursday. I was driving through at eight o'clock. Yeah, yeah, eight o'clock. I got caught in Baton, Baton Rouge traffic. So yes. I couldn't. <laughs> that happens. I know. No, but Mr. Robert and Damon, thank y'all so much. Right. This so is uh, hold the gravy, hold the gravy podcast, and uh, we appreciate y'all. Yeah. All right. We'll see y'all next time. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Welcome back. Welcome back. Hold the gravy, listeners. My name is Hunter Romero. Thank you for sitting with me here on episode 16. Summer tour is over for me. I I have been traveling with my band, The Iceman Special. We have hit a lot of new markets. We've hit a lot of new stages, played to a lot of new fans. I am still working out of town here and there. I'm working on productions in Colorado, in Utah, in Arizona, and of course, Louisiana. You can catch me in Lake Charles, Louisiana with my friend Michael Juan Nunez, who I will actually drop his his track at the end of this episode because we are playing tonight, July 8th, in Lake Charles, Louisiana. It's my first time back at Panorama Music House since Hurricane Laura, which is it's been quite a bit, and uh, they've gone through a lot to rebuild, and I'm excited to be back in that room. I got some other great interviews and great episodes coming for the end of the summer. Thank you for sticking through this heat with me. We will be on the other side of the summertime very soon. If you're listening from a very nice uh, Montana mountaintop, you might not understand what I mean by how hot it is in New Orleans, but it is hot, I promise. Thank you for supporting Louisiana culture. Thank you for being a fan of Louisiana. We can't wait to see all the tourists and all the visitors down here this fall. We got a lot planned in our state. I'm producing my own festival called Fete du Void in Oakdale, Louisiana, and we are very excited for 2022. We will be dropping the official lineup and the official flyer by the end of July, so be on the lookout for that, y'all. I got a lot going on. I just wanted to update you real quick, but thank you so much for joining me here on episode 16 of Hold the Gravy. I hope you enjoyed the interview with the Boudin family. Here's a track by Michael Juan Nunez to send you off. Thank you so much for being my friend. Till next time, hold the gravy listeners. My name is Hunter Romero. Take it easy.
Whoa!